Let us begin. My name is Darren Joseph, HDL.Tax. We're a team of cross-border tax advisors that seek to demystify the sometimes confusing world of international tax for those of us who are trying to live that international lifestyle. Today, we have the honor and the privilege of speaking to the one, the only, Mr. William Fung. Bill, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, thank you. Uh, so, uh, again, my name is William Funk. I'm a, uh, uh, a tax attorney, you know, member of the, uh, uh, firm Norris and Glockland. Uh, and, uh, I do, uh, I have a you know, fairly broad tax practice, which covers such things as, uh, cross border, you know, tax planning for you know, corporate transactions, as well as, uh, you know, partnerships, personal matters, uh, state and local. And I also deal with, civil tax controversy so it's a fairly broad uh a fairly broad tax practice now typically at least i mean you can share your perspective but what i've found is that okay someone is planning to make the move and they perhaps come from a jurisdiction that is not as complex when it, from a, from a tax point of view which is kind of like most other jurisdictions and then they then they recognize hey i need help how do i find someone to help me they reach out to if it's an intercompany transfer they speak to the CPA firm that, or the, the, the tax team that the, the company is using, or friends and relatives, invariably, it's someone who is more proficient with domestic tax matters as opposed to international tax. And sometimes it gets confusing, right? So therefore, the process may not be as thorough as it otherwise can be. So what? how, how would you recommend that someone who's planning that move in the process of making that move, how do they find the right tax team to work with? What, how how would you advise them? What, what, how would you point them in the right direction? Well, I, I think that uh, it starts mm -hmm. with to uh, to reaching out to somebody like you, uh, somebody who <laughs> uh, uh, I think you know, that uh, you, know, that, you know, that you know that uh, uh, you know, it's not just CPAs and you know enrolled agents, uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, also are hi are uh, highly qualified, uh, you know, to uh, uh, you know you know to advise and to uh, to start the conversation. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that's something that I would uh, you know, notice that uh, you know, whoever the, you know, that is. Uh, you know, whoever that's brought in, so it should be somebody who is familiar with the, you know, really with two types of things, uh, you know, you know that, uh, you know, that they should be familiar both with U.S. domestic, uh, you know, tax laws as well as U.S. international. And part of the reason for that is that there's a layered approach. That is that the, uh, uh, you know, that the U.S. international rules, whether it's the inbound rules regarding, uh, you know, tax, you know, regarding investments held by somebody who's not from the U.S. and so trying to minimize withholding or, uh, uh, the rules with respect to uh, U.S. outbound, uh, in uh, where that U.S. people have overseas holdings, and by the way, and, and pre-immigration planning ends up combining both elements of those. You know, but a lot of those international rules, uh, you know, that they have the effect of switching on and switching off various U.S. domestic rules, and so to have only the the U.S. international rules is to miss a lot of the context that makes the international rules make sense. Uh, and then the, the thing I would add is that uh that they should also sort of know um know their boundaries know uh, know what their lane is so for instance uh you know that uh you know, that in in all these circumstances we're talking about somebody coming to the united states from uh, another country with its own tax laws and mm -hmm. so uh that these are things that should be coordinated because mm -hmm. you know that if the u.s uh advice ends up triggering greater uh you know non-us taxation uh mm -hmm. you know then the overall plans are uh are you know defeated and so 
uh, you know, that there should be some means by which that uh, the uh, the non-U.S. planner and the U.S. planner uh, you know, are are you know, are able to discuss things with each other so, so that uh, it could very well be that you know, the the client the taxpayer feels uh, conversant enough to be able to coordinate those but ideally that you want the the tax professionals speaking with each other and uh you and who are able to translate the concepts you know, uh back and forth to understand uh you know sort of you know, you know possible impacts of one set of plans against the other uh and again sort of having somebody uh who can uh, you know, who's, you know, who's in that position, uh, you know, is, uh, you know, is very important. I'd say, I'd say that's, I think that's something that, you, uh, is something that you do well in particular. Thanks a lot. For, appreciate that. That for the confidence, but that, that's, that's perfectly said. That's very well said. Particularly the last point you made about understanding the jurisdiction from which the person is coming. And uh, that is, that is, that is key because you're right. Sometimes we've seen in so many cases, there's a there's a tax team or there's a, a tax professional who is just focused on you know again they stay in their lane they know one thing uh which may be the us and they optimize for the us and they're completely blind to the potentially adverse consequences and the other jurisdictions in which this person is exposed. yeah and so I, I realize that this may be sort of jumping head in the, in the conversation yeah, yeah. i'll give you no, an, but tough. i'll give but i'll give but i'll give you an example of the kind of thing when that is mm -hmm. you know, that uh very often mm -hmm. the basis planning is uh you know is part of the you know, planning that is somebody who mm -hmm. is going to you know come to the you know, to the US and is going to subject themselves to worldwide taxation worldwide reporting at mm -hmm. that point it's uh, that it's helpful to have uh you know to have a uh, you know higher basis something reflecting say current uh, recent appreciation in assets and the question mm -hmm. is how you you know, how you get there and there are a couple of ways to get there one is with uh you know real transactions and the other is with uh, with certain tax elections provided you know that mm -hmm. the circumstances allow and so mm -hmm. look, that if you can you know, you know have it in, in uh uh you know, you know that if certain assets, certain businesses are being, uh, you know, held, uh, you know, in, uh, in a form that's treated one way for, uh, uh, for U.S. purposes and uh, another way for, you know, for non-U.S. purposes, uh, to the extent that you can make a U.S. election, uh, for instance, to have a particular entity that might be might default to corporate status as having liquidated under U.S. law, but mm -hmm. can, because it's solely a U.S. election, that's mm -hmm. something where that, again, sort of before the person becomes subject to U.S. worldwide taxation, that mm -hmm. that's an option. But, you know, uh, but another type of planning that you see uh, is you know, where th that, uh, you know, that if that's something like that is not available, uh, essentially trying to force a mark to, you know, to market by, um, uh, by doing real things, which is that if you have a certain portfolio of stock, selling some some stock and buying other stock, uh, you know, that you, you know, for instance, that you uh, that you sell Pfizer and buy Moderna, uh, or the, the other way around. Uh, you know, and uh, but the thing is that those are real transactions, and so the question is, mm -hmm. well, how is the home country going to tax you as you do that? Mm -hmm. And is that where is that worth uh, you know, the uh, the U.S. basis step up? Uh, mm -hmm. So you know that these are and uh, and you know, likewise and this something i uh you know, you've run into real uh, real estate somebody has a mm. uh you know portfolio of uh, uh condominium units and uh you know cond and condominiums typically have more than one uh you know uh, 
multiple units in the in the real estate development. So theoretically, that somebody could sell one and buy the other. But again, you know that uh, that's a real transaction that may have either home country uh, you know, effects, uh, and depending on the tax rates, again, may not be worthwhile. Uh, you know, and particularly for real estate, uh, site country uh, effects, and so you know that. Uh, you you have to decide whether or not that's uh, worthwhile, and then for that matter, uh, that there may be certain assets that even though that you could uh, affect that step up, uh, you know, by uh, you know by having by engaging in certain you know transactions, sell one thing by the other, it may be that the particular investment is sufficiently unique, um, mm. you know, where that there's no substitution. That is, uh, you know, if you uh, um, you know that if you sell Apple and buy Lenovo, uh, you know that you know, you know uh, there's nothing that's quite like. Apple, so yeah. uh, you know the uh, uh, so you know that you know that there are you know business investment uh, mm-hmm. as well as non-U.S. tax considerations you know that go into the planning, and it's always that, that uh, I think that you know something that. There's, there is a kind of modesty that's helpful for, uh, uh, you know, to, you know, to see, you know, to seek out in, you know, tax advisors and that is to make sure that the tax tail doesn't mm-hmm. wag the business, you know, the investment, the real life mm-hmm. dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That, that, that's a fair point. It's not just about tax optimization. There, there are bigger pictures. There's a bigger picture to consider. And, and particularly, so I, I guess it's, it's relatively easy for people who are coming from, uh, let's say a low tax jurisdiction, like Singapore, where I'm based or Hong Kong and the Middle East, the Emirates, Saudi. But if it is you're coming from a relatively high tax jurisdiction, like Western Europe or, uh, Latin America, like Brazil or Argentina, which, you know, they have a notoriously complex tax system. Definitely, definitely, definitely. You want to have to your point, these advisors need to sit talk to each other and coordinate. Right. Okay. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.